0: And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. This is Tim and Julie Harris. Now I'm playing solo today because Julie is taking care of Zoe. So you guys are stuck with me for the next 30 minutes, but hopefully you'll agree that the show that we prepare for you today is something that's going to be worth listening to and taking notes on. Now, a reminder, today's show is going to be presented in such a way that brokers and office managers and team leaders can be using it for training purposes. So I'm going to go through this in such a way that if I are presenting this information uh, right in front of you on a dry erase board. Matter of fact, Prior to today's radio show, I actually mapped the whole show out on a dry erase board as if I were presenting it to all of you guys. So this time of year, and this is really truth, truthfully, is what I'm going to be presenting to you guys is true any time of year, but this time of year especially, there are a lot of emotional headwinds. There are a lot of economic headwinds. There are a lot of financial, in some cases, headwinds that sometimes will seem overwhelming. Most of us have an uh, really i think we're we're adapted, adept at being able to figure out one thing Like if we have one problem, we can pretty much work our way through it. But when we have closings that are falling out and we have buyers that are getting cranky, we have sellers that are getting demanding, when we have you know economic stuff and all this other stuff, and when you have four or five different things, what happens is people generally get into a state of overwhelm and then they just stop working they just you know people just start to slowly shut down. And then the next thing you know, they lose all their momentum. And I've seen that happen so many times. It happens to all of us. Momentum, what direction you're going in your business, is one of those things that requires constant, constant monitoring uh, because you can slow yourself down and do start start doing things in your business without even really knowing it. So the analogy that we came up with years and years ago was that of a plane taking off. And this is the simplest way to explain essentially we know really, are you on the right path, or are you essentially headed towards the end of the runway? So let's today let's focus on that one question: Are you in the process of uh, essentially building momentum, or you have no momentum, or maybe low momentum? In other words, you don't feel like anything. Everything's you know working against you. It feels like you're constantly having to struggle every day. It feels like you're constantly having to you know, basically row the boat by yourself. The winds are not at your back. They're definitely blowing against you. If that's how you feel, then you need to recognize that and say, I have in low or no momentum. Or are you in the second phase, which is the building momentum stage? And that's where basically you're trying to move away from the low momentum stage. It's requiring lots and lots of effort. And, again, I'm going to give you guys a, more vi- a better visual on this in a second. Or are you at a massive momentum phase? And that's where a lot of our top producing coaching clients are. So here it is. I want you to imagine that you're the pilot of a plane, and this isn't just a little plane. This is a big plane. You're piloting a new 777, or you're piloting a, you know, some big jet that requires lots of people. It's a jet that has lots of passengers and lots of food that needs to be loaded and lots of luggage that needs to be loaded and fuel that needs to be loaded and checklists that need to be checked, and you guys get the idea. So you're that pilot. Your job is to obviously make sure everything's working in the plane, make sure everybody's happy, making sure everything's in the the safest situation it can possibly be in. And then your job is to get the plane off the runway as fast and safely, as smoothly as possible, and then reach a cruising altitude. That exact same really three-part process is the exact same process that works in your real estate business. So those of you who are pilots, I know there's quite a few of you out there, you guys will know that the most fuel is used – as the plane is uh, leaving, you know, really the earth, right? As the plane is leaving the runway, that's when you use most of your fuel. And at cruising altitude, you literally can pull back on the throttle just depending on your wind conditions. That same analogy works in your real estate business. So if you guys can, in your notes, and if you're using this in office training, literally just draw a plane, you know, and then just draw basically a plane that's on the ascension, that's starting to climb. Now, let's break this into three different groups. So on the runway – let's call that low momentum, no momentum, and we can call that first stage one, right, or level one. Level two is when the plane is actually starting to uh, gain altitude, right? So call that one level two. That's as you're building momentum. And then level three is when you're at cruising uh, altitude and where you actually have momentum. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through here, and we're going to talk about the, three char- or the characteristics of each of these three levels, and then I want you to identify where you are. Now, here's the thing that you're going to find be kind of interesting. You might find yourself, uh, as you go through each, this exercise with me, that you are actually operating on different levels of momentum in different aspects of your life. Interesting, huh? So, you might find in your business right now, you are cruising altitude, you're kicking butt, greatest time ever you know essentially the winds at your back deals are piling up you have tons of everything's perfect but then maybe on your personal life nah not so good or in your physical life. so you guys go through this process and be a little introspective but for the sake of today's uh, coaching radio show let's focus on how to apply this directly to your business and those are going to be the examples that I give you okay so let's start out with the boarding phase and as i just talked about a second ago the boarding phase you know you're the pilot it's your job to get everybody on the plane now as a real estate practitioner and the boarding phase, that's when you're actually in your planning stage. That's in your committing stage. The boarding phase is where a lot of you are where you're saying, hey, you know what? I need some coaching. I need some training. It's not good enough to buy leads anymore. I need to get my skills on. You're at that stage. You're doing your research. You're deciding essentially uh, you know, where you want to be in 12 months or 90 days. You're committing. You're starting to actually lay the foundation for a business. Now, that is kind of a fun stage because it's easy, right? <laughs> I mean, just essentially reading stuff and doing different exercises and thinking about stuff, that's fun because really there's no headwinds at that point. At that point when you're boarding, when you're going through all these exercises mentally and emotionally, it's kind of it's, – it's exciting because there's unlimited possibilities – in your mind, you can see well, maybe there 's going to be some headwinds or maybe there 's going to be some challenges, but I can take on whatever comes my way, so you 're optimistic you're positive feeling you're you know that 's really a great fun place to be when you 're starting something new. I think all of you guys can remember when you were at that step in your real estate business some of you if you 're like Julie and i it 's been decades ago, but yes, that is where a lot of you guys are right now um, so at the boarding stage or at level one, you know you 're doing the planning you 're doing the committing you're, you're the risks at this level, if you stay at this level, if you, if you stay there too long, if you find yourself, and this is really true with a lot of analytical type folks, they're in the getting ready to get started stage too long. In other words... They're samplers. That's the other thing that we refer to a lot of the getting ready to get started types. They're not actually committed to any one thing. They're going from one thing to another. In other words, they are like loading the plane, getting ready to take off again, and then what they do is they take everything out of the plane, <laughs> and then they load it again. And then they like you know they put the fuel in, and then they drain it, and then they put the fuel in. And the, you guys get really the, the insanity of basically staying too long at the getting ready to get started uh, phase. Now, if you, and I would guess probably a good – Thirty to forty percent of you guys, and there's 151,000 folks that are listening to us on a regular basis now. There's probably 30, maybe 40 percent of you, maybe a little higher than that, that have been at that getting ready to get started stage in your real estate business for years. How would you know that? How would you know that if you've been if you're a victim of essentially not knowing that it's time for you to get your plane off the ground? Do you have any consistent income? Yes. Do you go from one idea or one, you know, easy button idea to the next? Are you – anytime some guru comes to town telling you basically how to, you know, (laughs) generate business or anything, I mean, are you just a total sponge to anybody that's going to somehow tell you the secret to basically earning lots of money in real estate? That type of mentality. That's you – You probably have been at the getting ready to get started stage for too long. That's most of our industry. Guys, that's the reason that essentially 95% of all the money is earned by 5% of the people out there because the rest of you have not actually committed to getting the plane loaded, putting the throttle down, and actually taking off. So be honest with yourself. If you're at that point, now is the time for you to actually absolutely positively sit in that pilot seat Put on your aviator sunglasses. Grab hold of the – I'm not a pilot, so I don't know what all this stuff is called, right? Grab hold of the, the throttle and the this and the that, and, and then you know what? You've got to throttle down. Now, I'm going to get to the next stage. The next stage is actually, frankly, the one that has the most risk associated with it. But I'm going to announce a couple things. A lot of you guys are, re- are listening to us and reading um, on our new website, and that's cool. And you're going to see we have this new thing on there that's right underneath the player button, and again, I know a lot of you guys are listening right off timandjulieharris.com or Real Estate Coaching Radio, you see a new widget there that allows you to leave a voicemail for us. Now, we love your feedback. Not only do we love your feedback, but we love it when you guys give us ideas for radio shows. We're doing, I think Julie's writing five or six radio show ideas based on what you guys have submitted um, in the next couple weeks. So go ahead right now. Submit your ideas. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you actually think. Let us know if you you know you want more of this, less of that. If you have a special guest in mind. If you yourself think that you might be a good uh, candidate to be a co-host or a guest interviewee, for our radio show. Leave your information right in there. So go ahead and do that ASAP. Love your feedback, whatever you have to say. Go ahead and just drop it in there. It's very cool. The player button will work right, uh, I'm I'm sorry, the recording widget will work right off your mobile device, work right out of your computer. So go ahead and do that now. Let us know what you think, any ideas you have for future shows, any feedback you might have, any topics you want us to go over, anything in particular that's worrisome to you, let us know and so we can drill down and help you guys get through. whatever it is that's challenging on an upcoming show. Okay, so now you've decided that you're going to take off. You're going to clear the runway. Now, a couple little interesting things for you. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this, but every single runway I've ever been on has always had either a wall or a bunch of trees at the end. I, I mean, maybe you don't look at this because you don't want to look at this, but it's, very, it's kind of fascinating that the guys that design airports essentially always put some really ridiculously large, hard object at the end of a runway uh, you know, that wouldn't really make sense for a plane to want to come in contact with, but there you go. So that is a really good way of understanding what happens if you stay on the runway too long. So once you're in the runway – I'm sorry, once you're in the plane, you've got your cool aviators on, you've got your leather jacket on, you're Mr. or Mrs. Pilot, you are ready to rock and roll. The worst thing for you to do is to slow down. The worst thing for you to possibly do is lift off that throttle. The worst thing for you to possibly do is pop from one idea to the next and not stay committed. So how do you know if you're in the taking-off phase? And let me tell you guys, the taking-off phase, it's the bitch. It's the hard thing. It's where all the work comes in. The taking-off phase is where you have to basically embrace the idea that long-term, ever-increasing success comes from doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That's where a lot of you guys will have the greatest challenges. Listen to your coach when I say that. The taking-off phase is the work part of this business. It's the sucky part of this business. It's the doing the stuff you really would rather not ever have to do But that's what you have to do in order to clear the bottom of that runway. Remember I said there's a big bunch of trees at the end of that uh, runway, the bottom of the end end of the runway? Well, if you don't keep the throttle down, the risk you have is basically your plane's going to fall out of the air or you won't build enough momentum in the first place to clear the end of the runway. Does that make sense, guys? So how do you know if you're in the building uh, momentum phase? So remember, we're looking at level one, level two, and level three is when you're at cruising altitude, and that's the fun one. So how do you know if you're at the taking-off phase? You are starting to embrace the fact that you have to be a real estate professional, and as such, you're going to have scripts, scripts that you've internalized and scripts that you've personalized you're going to understand the importance of using a system that's that's essentially the same, you know, basically when you go on a listing appointment, it's the same thing every single time. You're never winging it. Winging it is something that you now recognize is a huge weakness, a huge no-no. Professionals never wing it. So winging it is something you will never, ever do. Prior to this radio show, I mapped out everything I was going to share with you guys today. Never wing anything. That's not what professionals do. Sometimes you get you're like a little arrogant. You think you're good. You think you basically got it all figured out, and then you start winging it. And when you start winging it, and coaching clients, I'm talking to you right now because you're the ones that are guilty of this. You guys join the coaching program, a lot of you. You embrace it with open arms. You do exactly what you're supposed to do. You start experiencing success just like many others have, You know, hundreds if not thousands of other agents have, and then you start changing stuff, Right. You stop doing the Sharpie clothes like we asked you to do it. You, start, you change the pre-listing pack. You don't pre-qualify using the scripts. You start changing things, and that's going to inevitably result in you falling back down, and you and your pile of your plane, all of a sudden you're pulling back on that throttle. So the headwinds that you have when you're trying to build momentum are monumental. In some cases, many cases, probably every single one of you listening right now, building momentum in your real estate business is going to require – Ten times the effort that you think it will. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you the truth. It's going to require more effort. It's going to require more consistent effort. It's going to probably be the hardest thing that you have ever done. I, I mean, in business, right? Professionally speaking. Yeah, I said it. There you go. It's it's going to be harder than getting a PhD. It's going to be harder than probably writing a book. Getting really good at this and building momentum is the work, but you've got to master it if you ever expect to truly be successful in this business. Success defined by, you know, whatever your real estate treasure map is. By the way, guys, if you've not completed your real estate treasure map, if you do not have your business plan done, it's not too late, but you've got to take action on it now. Same scroll down underneath the thing where you're supposed to be leaving me voicemails. There's another little box you guys can enter your information in there. And when you do, I'm going to email you those books. You're also going to get a call back from someone from our office um, who's going to help you get started on the Real Estate Treasure Map. And the Real Estate Treasure Map is your business plan. It's the absolute positive proven path to getting your plane off the runway and making it so you can build momentum and get to altitude as quick as possible. So go ahead and complete that right now. So when you're at level two, when when you've taken off, and you're building momentum. You guys can feel, you're in the plane, right? You're the pilot. You feel the, the, you know, it's not a steering wheel, but you guys feel the pilot steering wheel in your hands. You feel it shaking. You feel the whole plane rumbling. It's making noise. You know, you hear the luggage rattling around. You hear the dishes rattling around, right? Because the plane is under the most stress that it's going to be under as it's gaining altitude, and you're having to use the most thr- the most throttle, the most gas, the most energy, the most fuel as you're gaining altitude. You guys with me on this? You can see that. You can feel it. You've been in that environment before. You can hear the loud engines, uh, the jet engines screaming, right? You can see everyone else sort of embracing themselves. You can see everyone strapped in. that is where you guys need to get as fast as possible and keep the throttle down and be okay knowing that There will be very, very few people in your life, let alone your real estate business, who have ever made a commitment to something like what you're making a commitment to. Look, Julie and I sold 103 houses our first year in real estate. Now, this was over 20 years ago when we were basically fresh out of college, right? That's a fact. Now, how did we do it? We worked endlessly. It was never easy. One for sale by owner, one expired, one chasing, chasing one buyer at a time, if we can do it then, you guys can certainly do it now. The Internet wasn't even around when we got into the real estate business. We didn't have access to Tim and Julie Harris's podcast barking at us and telling us what to do. None of the information that, we, that you guys have such easy access to did we have. We had to figure it out. We had to write our own scripts. We had to figure out how to do everything on our own, and a lot of that same information is what we're sharing with you guys today. So when you're in that taking-off phase, when you're in that building a momentum phase – You cannot let off on the throttle. Do not go from one idea to the next. Do not give up just because you have a shitty day. Do not give up just because you have some closings fall through. Do not give up no matter what. Stay on the path. That is what's incredibly important. Do not give up when other people say, oh, you're working too hard. Do not succumb to people talking to you about life balance. Do not talk with anybody who's not also trying to achieve, who's not also trying to gain altitude. And I'm again, I'm going to say this twice now. Do not be surprised if you find yourself the only person that you actually know in your life who's actually trying to accomplish something miraculous. That's called normal and Don't fight it. Don't think there's something wrong with you. Here's a little hint of what happens. When you achieve something, even if other people overtly or covertly try to dissuade you from accomplishing big goals because you're making them uncomfortable, and that will happen especially in our industry, when you start breaking the mold and you decide I want to become a listing agent, when you decide I want to earn a lot of money, I want to buy a lot of rental properties, I am ready to spoil my family like I've always dreamed of doing, when you make that commitment – You're going to have a lot of people that are going to have problems with that. I promise you, you're going to have people that are going to feel threatened by you trying to break the mold, are going to feel intimidated by you, lots of negativity. And like I said, overt or covert, you know, they'll be overtly coming at you or they'll be covertly coming at you, and they'll say little nice sounding things. So you know what, and Julie and I heard this all the time. You know, it, it, we learn to sort and sift for it so we don't hear it anymore. Oh, my gosh, you guys work so much. You guys are sacrificing too much. You know, you'll hear all those things, too, from the people that know and love you the most. And you just smile and you just say to yourself, I know that this. I was going to get a lot of this sort of backward sort of discouragement and Tim warned me about it, and now I'm mentally, emotionally prepared. Because here's what happens. When you guys do go to that next level, you become the beacon for all your friends and family. You're the one now that basically gives them all permission to basically take their lives to the next level. That's what happens. It doesn't happen right away, but it does. It happens. And then you will then see that they have massive gratitude and respect for something that you've done that they've always dreamed of doing, but maybe even could have never wanted to admit that they wanted to do. All right, now. I promised you guys the third level. The third level, oh my gosh, I love the third level, and that is cruising altitude. Now, there's a little magic number formula, and that's what's called, your magic number formula, and coaching clients, I want you to complete that. I want you to absolutely positively know what your real estate magic number is. I'm not going to go into it on this radio show. Coaching clients, log into the website, download the form, listen to the three or four audio uh, trainings Julie and I did on how to figure out your real estate magic number. You know, a quick uh, synopsis of it. Your real estate magic number is the number of listings you need to have at all times in order to basically have the lifestyle that you have always dreamed of having. In many cases, like when Julie and I sold real estate in Ohio, we had to have 20 or 30, depending on the market, depending on the price range, 20 or 30 listings. I have had coaching clients that have to have. 75 or 100 listings. We have also had coaching clients that have had to have 5 or 10 listings. It all depends on the nature of your market. So your real estate magic number is the number of listings you need at all times. And again, you have to fill out the form, coaching clients, so you get this right. Incredibly important you do this. The number of listings you need at all times to know exactly, essentially, what you need to have sell in order to hit your numbers. So if you're in Orange County and your average sale price is a million bucks and you want to earn, say, for example, I don't know, 500000 or $300,000 a year. And let's say you have, on average, if you have five listings at all times, you know pretty much automatically at least one of them is going to sell. And every time one sells, it's a twenty-five dollars or $30,000 commission. So you need to have five listings at all times in order to basically hit your income goals. Guys, it's that simple. That's the reason I want you doing listings. That's the reason I want listings to go where all that's where your prime that's where your best energies have to go every single day is being a listing agent. Working with buyers is great, but there's no leverage in buyers. You can have 20 listings, and in the crappiest market in the middle of nowhere, USA where you know basically there's houses that sell like maybe one house sells every other month. Well, we can, through the magic number formula, figure out exactly statistically how many listings you have to have at all times to know how many of your existing listings will sell, resulting in consistent income. Are you guys starting to get it? Some of you are. I know it. I can feel it. Coaching clients complete the magic number formula absolutely positively fast. So here's what I love about or being at the top of the momentum. When you actually have, when you're at level three, when you're at the cruising altitude, here's the beauty of it. Because you've gone through the learning process of knowing your scripts and knowing your skills and you have your systems in place and you know what your real estate magic number is and you know that you need, let's say, 20 listings at all times and you know basically you, can, you, know, what you are at cruising altitude, you have your 20 listings, you're having four or five sell automatically per month, but you only have to then replace the four or five that sold that particular month and you can continue on with your cruising altitude. Getting up to cruising altitude, if you have no listings now, is a lot of work because you have to go, you have to work up to your real estate magic number in my, you know, for example, 10 or five or 20 or 50, whatever it is. But once you've reached that level, then you just have to replace those that you sold that particular month. Do you guys get it? Conceptually, I know you do. I I presented this a billion times before. I love looking at faces when I present this live where people go, "Whoa, "Whoa, whoa! why is it harder than that? You know. Why is it that I don't have to have fifteen thousand different systems and what about my CRM and my lead follow up and my this, that and the other? All that stuff is great. All that stuff can come after you've gotten this concept nailed down. I'm not saying you shouldn't be doing those other things, but I'm saying you shouldn't be doing those things until you've gotten to momentum. And the way you get to momentum is through listings. And the way you get through listings is having the skills to go after them. Then you have financial freedom. Please, I beg you, take it seriously. I'm not oversimplifying it, guys. It really is that simple. If you want to last in this business, you've got to learn how to list. And once you're at that momentum, once you're at that stage in your business, once you're experiencing what it's like to have consistent closings and consistent cash flow, when you wake up every single day and you know you have to do three to five things, you're going to work out your morning schedule, you're going to get your morning schedule, uh, you know, essentially it doesn't have to be perfected, but it has to be like you have to be doing your morning schedule, say 75% of the time. That's what you're doing in that second level. But when you're at the third level, you don't fight it anymore. You love your morning schedule. You know what you're supposed to do every single day. You know, you might have to be reminded occasionally to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. But you conceptually, you get it. You can feel it, right? You can see the results. Here's the cool thing it starts to happen. You start making money consistently, You you save money consistently, you pay off debt consistently, you build wealth consistently. So here's a little secret for you guys. I have never, ever met anyone that has – well, I shouldn't say that. I had Okay, I'll tell you what I was going to say, and then I'll tell you the one guy I knew who was an exception. I've never met anybody who – and I'll just use this sort of crass way of saying it – got rich from selling real estate, ever. Never knew anyone, never met anyone. Now, I've met thousands of people that have built wealth and become rich from the, uh, the profit they've had from selling real estate. In other words, there rarely is one closing or one deal that's going to solve all your financial woes. It's what you do with the money that comes from the action that you basically can build the long-term wealth from. But here's the tricky part of all this. You have to have profit. You have to not be spending it on you know, passive lead generation. You have to not be wasting it on trying to you know, do other things a lot of agents piss away their profit on. Otherwise, you won't have any. We are about to enter into, in my opinion, what's going to be one of the best times to buy investment properties. Single families, if you want to get into multis, that's good too. In our lifetimes, there was one that crept up, what, 07 to arguably 10, that was fantastic. We're about to go into another one that's even going to be better. Nationwide, doubt it, certain uh, specific target markets, oh yeah, it's happening. It's going to start happening, obviously, in the next 90 to 120 days. Read, I'm reading reports every day. Julie and I spend hours and hours staying on top of every single market where we have a dominance in coaching clients. New York, property values have dropped by 25%. New York City. Oh, nobody's talking about that, Tim. We have. We've been warning you about that for 18 months, haven't we? Same thing is happening in Miami. Same thing's happening in other markets, too. We are already in a deflationary real estate market, but nobody's talking about it because all the other crap that's going on in the news. It's already here. Pay attention. It always starts in the upper end price ranges and always works its way down to the normal price ranges. It's happening again. Are you on this? Are you paying attention to this? Are you positioning yourself to, again, sorry if it sounds crass, take advantage of some of the buying opportunities that are going to be coming your way? If not, why not? Why aren't you? Why aren't you taking action on this? You know you've been through it before. If you guys had, if you were in the position, like let's say for example I'm talking to all of you, and I've had – Julie and I were you know, catching agents back before the uh, housing crash. So let's say we're having a conversation. It's 2006. Let's say September, October, November of 2006. And I'm telling you what I just told you. If I told you there is going to be a real estate crash, there's going to be a, you know, blood on the streets, You know, not literally. I'm not condoning violence, but I'm saying there's old Baron Von Rothschild uh, saying – when there's blood on the streets buy real estate, he didn't mean that literally, at least I don't think he did. I think he meant that figuratively, and that's how I mean it as well. But you're supposed to be able to buy real estate. So if I told you and you guys were convinced you know, I, that for sure the market was going to turn, and it was back before the last crash, what would you have done differently? What would you have done back then if you knew for sure that what was happening, what happened was going to happen? What would you have done differently? It will take you all about two seconds to come up with a list. You would have saved more money. You would have paid off debt. You would have spent less money on passive lead generation crap. You would have done more things to develop your skill set. Wouldn't you have? Yes. Why? Because then you wouldn't have been chasing your tail. Then you wouldn't have been somebody that was affected by the downturn. You would have had the cash to take advantage of it and think where you'd be now. We are coming up another one of those times now. You've got to take this seriously, guys. In our lifetimes, I'm betting that this is going to be one of the best opportunities to buy. I think it's going to be protracted. I, don't, I think it's going to last three or four years, maybe five years. But there are going to be some strategic opportunities for all of us to buy real estate, to essentially pay off debt, to take, you know, frankly, and again, sorry for being crass. Julie usually tempers my crassness, but she's not on the radio. To take advantage of changing market conditions, you've got to get your skills on. You've got to get your mindset right. Think about what I talked about as far as these three stages of building momentum. Guys, listen, no action is an action. Not taking an action is an action. Think about that. So here's your homework. Here's what I want all of you guys to do. Just look, I know it's a rare agent who's welcoming what we say, especially the way we deliver it with open arms. Most of you guys are skeptics. I have never met a rich skeptic, ever. Have you? No, you haven't. So here's a thought for you. If you find yourself filtering what we're saying, ask yourself why. Why is it that you're resisting what we're saying? Go into your MOS. Don't, don't just try to think of reasons that the sky is blue and the you know, flowers are – everything's perfect. Don't look for that because you won't be prepared. Every single reason out there, every single leading economic indicator – Every single thing I've read is telling me that basically we are in or going into a recession. Big deal. Who cares? You guys don't think you can only make money and help people when prices are going up. That's not true. Matter of fact, I would venture a guess, the majority of you guys listening who have been tuned in to Julie and I for a long time, you know that you can actually do extremely well no matter what direction the market's going, and that's the truth. Some of you, most of you, actually will be able to make more money when, in a shifting market because most of the agents out there are going to be in denial about it. They're not going to know what to do, not know what to say. You will. You'll know how to help people. You'll know how to position yourself to make profit so then you can take advantage of some of these buying opportunities. Are you with me? Do you guys get the importance of this? So where are you? Are you at the boarding stage where you're getting ready to get started? Most of you are. Been there too damn long. Do, take some serious action on that. Or are you on the taking off stage? Have you been in the taking off stage before and quit? A lot of you are like that. Oh, it got too hard. Oh, you were working, it just didn't work for me. Oh, the you know, I got someone rejected me, or is this or is that this is the other thing. I just backed off and then you went back where? Back to the getting ready to get started stage. Some of you guys are addicted to novelty to the point where you absolutely positively repeat that cycle and and you're frustrated. You're saying, Why is it that I can't I have occasional money? I have occasional closings. I haven't been able to save anything. I'm not actually getting anywhere with my business or my life. Why is that? It's because you do not stay in that second stage long enough to ever get to that ultimate wonderful stage of cruising altitude. Now, when you're cruising altitude, here's a little secret for some of you. Long-time coaching clients, you guys know that we've been hammering you about this. You can stay at cruising altitude. And I, oh, my gosh, Tim, what are you saying? Listen to what I'm saying. You can stay at cruising altitude for your entire life. You can stay there. If you're building a profitable business that's turning off a a certain amount of profit and you're reinvesting that profit and it's requiring a certain amount of your time and effort every single day and week and month and what have you, and that's what you want to put forth, good. I'm not judging you. It's fine. If you're able to carve out what you want to carve out in life and you're taking care of yourself and your family and you're able to do it on five or ten hours a week, God bless you. and I mean that with all sincerity. A lot of you guys only think that's a pipe dream. You don't realize you could get there too once you embrace this whole concept of being a listing agent and knowing what your magic number is. Now, here's the challenge: a lot of you guys have. If you're at the cruising altitude, and you stop replacing the listings that are selling, you're going to slide, start. You know, you're going to slide back down to the runway. If you're in cruising altitude and you've been basically been up there for, say, five or six years as we've been in this really nice seller's market for most of the country, you probably have lost a lot of your skills that you need to have in a changing market. You don't know how to go get price changes, do you? Or you did, and you're not very good at it anymore because you haven't had to be. You haven't updated your pre-listing pack. You haven't updated your skill set. You haven't really studied the market. You don't know what's going on with uh, property values. Those types of things. So if you are one of these top producing agents, you know that we have on the radio. You guys can go and listen to them. Uh, they're under the super, superstar category. All the top agents in the country. You know, if you guys have been there and you're realizing that okay, the market's starting to change and you're starting to feel those feelings of panic. Good. Those feelings of panic are real. Take action on them. Do something about it. Get your skills polished up. Go back and before you're forced to go back to the runway kind of like go through the whole process of rebuilding momentum, addressing what your shortfalls are. You know, your plane has been up there cruising altitude for a while, you know. Are you ready to go up to the next level? Are you comfortable making your $300,000, $400,000, $1 million, two million $2 million a year, whatever you're making? It's easy. It's become easy. But now you want to see what it's like to go to the next level? Hey, throttle down, baby. Let's throw some more fuel in it. Let's talk about how to get you to the next level. You guys be excited, embrace this incredible industry that we find ourselves in. Hey, look, I don't know. <laughs> I have never come across another business that uh, is essentially has such low barriers to entry where you can make such unlimited income. Oh, I promised you guys a story. All right. I did meet one guy. Um, I'll, I'll try to remember him. He it was in actually Columbus, Ohio, where Julie and I sold real estate. Um, he was a commercial real estate agent. He sold at, like his first year in the business. I don't know anything other than what i'm telling you he sold some monster piece of commercial real estate and made a huge amount of money and then with that huge amount of money he was really smart he bought into this area of downtown columbus that was just getting started to be redeveloped and so he bought like right next door to where they're building like a baseball uh, stadium and you know so he he owned this real estate strategically but he did that, and he was then able to develop it. So from that one transaction, so he's my one exception. But for most of us, for most of us, life is not about home runs or looking for them. Life is about base hits. In other words, it's about showing up every day, getting your ass off the bleachers, and getting out there and swinging. Even if you strike out, it doesn't matter. But you have to make the effort. If you're feeling a lot of headwinds, if it feels like a struggle, more than it ever has been before, know two things. One – it's normal, and two, it's abnormal for you not to do something about it. So coaching clients, 90-day massive action plan is your homework. Write that down. You know, I seriously, I want you to, guys, I want you to do the 90-day massive action plan. As we've been preaching to you, your year has already started. Your new year has already started. You are already into the next calendar year. Don't slow down. 90-day massive action plan. That's where all the coaching clients and the rest of you guys, if not when, if not now, when, Fill out the forms. Consider getting uh, participating in our coaching programs. Hey, guess what? They work. They really do. Go to the website. Watch the video testimonials. If there's ever anything Julie and I can ever do for any of you guys, please reach out. And we've made it super easy for you. You can either email us directly, Tim at timandjulieharris.com, or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. Or hey, you know what? Use that cool little um, that little audio device right there on the website. Leave your information. Say hey. Tim, I like today's show. Or, hey, Tim, you're a crazy man. You know, I didn't like today's show, and here's why. Give us some feedback. Let us know. Let us know what you guys need so that we can deliver it and help you along your path. Don't be scared of this changing market, guys, please. You can, you can kick some serious ass. There's opportunity no matter what direction the market's going, and I meant it sincerely. I actually think there's more opportunity in a changing market or a declining market than there is in an ascending market. It does become more about skills and mindset now more than ever. If you need help with that, you know what to do. We're here for you guys. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow.